there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are you both? Good. Good, thank you. Good, how, good. How are you? I'm also good. Sounds good. It's a good nice. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We had a nice little sesh this morning. Yeah. A little... You, just, you made it sound like we just got blazed. A little brunch sesh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Isn't that what you say when you have brunch? A sesh? Had a, had a sesh? Sunday sesh? Yeah. Me sesh this morning. People, people can take that as they like. We compressed some uh, sausage and egg into yep. some toast. Yep. Yeah. Little compression session. Yep. <laughs> Squeeze out some beanos. Yep. So anyway, uh, <laughs> half the listeners just turned this off. Yeah. If this is your first episode, it's not. It's normally better than yeah, this. Yeah, we're sorry. Today on the podcast, we're going to be discussing two modern myths, urban legends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slender Man and Momo. Oh, oh! Just triggered a whole bunch of people. Yeah, don't off yourselves. Hey, Robo, it's Momo here. I don't. So you think I'm scared of this Momo thing? Yeah. And do you know why I think you're scared of it? Because I because you, you are scared of yeah, it. Yeah, right. I'm not. For the record, is that Momo's voice? It's Momo here. Well, I watched. I actually watched a bunch of Momo videos today, and they had lots oh. of different voices. One of them was Hello And that, that's the one you found the most scary? No, I didn't find any of them scary I'm a, brave, I mean, I'm a brave boy So when you say you watched a bunch of Momo videos Are these videos that people have made since it became a thing Because it was never really a thing? No, these are from the real thing well, no, they, They're from afterwards we, We'll talk about that after Slenderman, right? Yeah right, Let's talk about Slenderman first Are we going to say Slenderman every time? I'm probably going to uh, It's up to you guys to how you want to say it Just a little note There's a guitar pick on your bloody jandal down there Yep just watch out for that. Where do you keep your guitar picks? <laughs> Good bit. <laughs> All right. Slenderman. Yeah. That'll yeah. stop, Uh So, 2009, mm. the internet was kind of taking its... Well, it's really taken its shaky steps into the wider world, but people yeah, started... For, for some time. Yeah. People started... I mean, YouTube wasn't super old at this point. Four no. years in, maybe. Yeah, but the internet been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, about 20 years. I'm not disputing that, but like it was becoming more accepted. I just like when you watch videos on YouTube and they're about something that happened in 2007 and they're like, 
the internet had just begun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the Something Awful forums, which I don't know if they're still around. I'm sure they're... Yeah, they're around. Yep. Um, which was kind of a breeding ground for many of these memes, early memes back in the day. Uh, there was a f- Photoshop competition and it was basically design a creepy character. Design a modern uh, urban legion character. Yeah. Well, the point, the point of the thread was let's troll some paranormal forums. Mm. Let's come up with some stuff to mm. post. Right. Mm. Um, and one user, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, um, created... Uh, it was a picture, black and white picture, with some children in a playground, and a tall, shadowy figure in the in the background. Mm. Um, he also put some quotes and stuff in there that you know were allegedly from books at the time, or you know fragments of words. And it was, um, I think, all, I know set, set in nineteen eighty six. Right, that's so, when they're saying the photos are from. Yeah, yeah right. but they're black and white, so you can't see that everyone's wearing hyper color shirts. Yeah, yeah, mm. which hadn't been invented yet, but. We've been through this. <laughs> Surely they'd have been invented by 1986. No, they hadn't. We've, we've done this already. Ken. When were they invented? Oh, oh, listen been, to the episode where we did it. Would have been 89, 90? I think 91 even. Nah, they were around when I was in primary school. 91. Oh, 91 was my last year of primary school. I'm sure the technology was being tested out on kids. Yeah, probably. Hypercolor t-shirts. That's not what you were supposed to be looking up just now. Well, yeah, but you got you started talking about hypercolor t-shirts. Don't get distracted. The shirts were produced with several color change choices beginning in 1991. Oh, so yeah. there was just one color choice throughout the 80s until they well, created if several. More... God damn it. Slender Man. Slender Man. I'm fine in the quote. This will take some good bloody cutting. Um, Eric Nudson, also known as Victor Surge, was the creator. Yeah. Um... He also, yeah, the quote, one of the quotes was, we didn't want to go, we didn't want to kill them, but it's persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. Um, and that was allegedly attributed to a 1983 photographer unknown, presumed dead. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty creep, pretty spooky. And the photo, uh, obviously for listeners that can't see it, maybe look it up. It's a little bit, a little bit spookified. Um, and that kind of set off this character of Slenderman that uh, someone started making some short films about it. Um, Mockumentaries? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I think ran for a long time. Um, and they're pretty cool. I've watched quite a few of them right. years ago. I didn't re-watch them. But um, yeah, it's fun little, fun little, you know, creepy little internet thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a, is it a creepypasta? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it became creepypasta. Right. Uh, so creepypasta is basically copy-paste stories that are a little bit creepy mm. uh, for people that aren't aware of the term creepypasta. Um, so spooky, spooky little internet stories. Yeah. Uh, which I guess the most famous Slenderman thing was the uh, two girls that stabbed their yeah. friend and they read the Slenderman creepypasta on the creepypasta wiki, right. which led to obviously backlash against that kind of a thing on the internet and yeah. they had to make public statements and all that kind of a thing. Right. But yeah, so it started in, nine, in 2009 all from a, a photo on the Something Awful forums yeah. uh, and grew into this, what is it? What do we what does it grow into? Yeah, so two two young girls went out into the woods with their mate, their friend, stabbed her. Mm. At the behest of Slender Man. Yeah. Um, so one of them, I can't remember their names. Yeah, Morgan Geyser and Anissa Wire. 
2014, lured their friend Peyton Lutner into the woods. Mm. They stabbed her 19 times. Mm. <clears throat> so they were uh, the two girls were arrested and questioned by the police. Um, and it become I think it became pretty clear that one of them was uh, very, very mentally ill. Mm. And the other one was also deemed to be mentally ill, but she seemed much more lucid in her interviews mm. and basically threw the other one under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think it was uh, not Morgan, the other one. Um, basically, Morgan is the one that ended up being diagnosed with like really severe schizophrenia. She told her friend, we have to take this girl out into the woods and stab her because we're going to be proxies for Slender Man. Hmm. If we don't do it, Slender Man's going to come after our families and kill them all. Hmm. So we've got to do this. And her friend, who was also obviously not mentally stable, was like, "Fucking hell, yeah, we better do that. Hmm. So they took her out into the woods to, to go somewhere. They told her they were going to Slender Man's house or something. Well, they told, they told the friend that they were just going to go play hide and seek. Right. And then they took her. They were like, we're hiding in the woods. Mm. But they ha- thought they were going to go find like a house or oh, a so, mansion or something. So right? the, two, the two of them, after the stabbing, they, were, they went off into the National Park to find his mansion. Yeah. Which they thought would now be available to them having passed the test of having murdered someone. Yeah. Uh, I think the, there's a French thing for what was going on. Uh, forgive me, pronunciation, Frenchies. Uh, if well, shouldn't have done Rainbow Warrior if you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want you to pronounce words wrong. Yeah, uh, uh, fair point. Folly a du. Oh yeah. You know that when folly of two. Yeah. Yep. When you got two people having a sneaky little delu- shared delusion, mm. there's generally one that is the instigator yeah mm. so the um oh man the police footage of the interview with morgan is really creepy it's so weird she's really weird so the documentary when i say weird i mean mentally ill yeah poor girl like she really badly needed some treatment mm. and then later on after she has had some treatment and is obviously very very remorseful for what she did when she was not treated it's like oh man like you do feel really sorry for her because she was like really massively undiagnosed and untreated with like severe mental illness. Mm. But that first police interview, when she's just like, she seems really, she seems really together with what she's saying, but what she's saying is like brutally creepy and like calculated and it's like, holy shit. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, when the story happened, I just, and it came out that there was all this Slender Man stuff. I was like, yeah, righto. Mm. That sounds like the sort of thing you'd say to cover up the fact that you're like, oh, we, we hate that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were actually like fully into it. Mm. Um, so the documentary, Beware the Slender Man. Do we need mention the name? That's where that footage is from. Right. Um, I th- was it on TV recently or was it on Yeah, Netflix it was on the other night. Or? It was on, t- on free-to-air TV here the other night. I watched half of it and then I watched the other half on Netflix. Okay, cool. Um They've ju- they were convicted. I think after the well, they've sentenced. I think they were, they were both found, found not guilty, but both sent to sent to psychiatric, psychiatric hospitals. Yeah, one for twenty five years and the other one for forty. Forty years. Yeah, they stabbed their friend. Twelve year old girl gets stabbed nineteen times. Yeah, she lived. Lived. Yep. Went back to school a couple of years later. Yep. 
You can have fucking... That would damage you for the rest of your mm. life, mentally. There was a follow-up thing on one of the, like... Some TV show the other night, Sunday night or a 60 Minutes or something. I think, following up with that girl. Mm. I don't think it was on the doco. Her going back to school and she had a puppy or something and she was... Or kittens. She loves cats. Mm. Um, and she very was adorable. All, she was all smiles and... And okay. okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was weird because there was the during the court case they were like, oh, they need to be tried in the adult court. Then they fought really hard to get them psycho psychologically analyzed. Mm. These are the twelve year olds we're talking about. Yeah, right? the twelve year olds, yeah. and then they they got put into a hospital. But then the judge ordered that they get taken out of the hospital and put back in jail. Mm. With, and they hadn't been treated at this point, and it was really it was a really weird back and forth between do we do we deal with their mental illness or do we deal with the fact that they tried to murder someone, and it's like it went back and forth, and then eventually the judge was like, okay, you're not going to go to jail, but you are going to be in a facility for forty years. Um, I think also in February this year she has appealed that. Oh right, yeah. A forty-year yeah, yeah thing. It's a long time. Mm. It's a long time. What else do we know about Slenderman? Well, so in folklore, mm. this is called ostention. Okay, when people act out uh, things from stories, so that's they've gone and ostended it up. Uh, and I'll just mention that there because yeah. it makes me sound smart. Is it spelt the same as ostend in Belgium? No, no. ostend. Ostend. <laughs> yeah, I went there. It was cool. Yeah, I've been there. It will come up again later. Okay. So I drop it in. All right. Otherwise, later on when I'm like, this is called extension, you'll be like, wait, so wasn't it extension when the Slenderman people did it? I know how you think, Robo. And we'll go, luck in Belgium? Yeah. <laughs> Good bet. Um, so, well, is Slenderman real, Robo? No. You seem, <laughs> very, you seem very certain of that? Yeah, because we know exactly when it was made up. 2009 oh, on the it internet. It was just made up out of someone's imagination. Yes. Right at the start of the internet. Yeah. What if I were to tell you that perhaps it may have emerged into the real world in the form of a tulpa? What? You'd be creeping things up my spine. So we talked in the Black Lodge episode about egregores. Mm-hmm. When, uh, you know, the collective thought energy of a large group of people can come together to form a uh, real sentient being. Mm-hmm. There's also a thing called a tulpa, which is a very similar concept. Which is, but it can just be from one person's imagination. But especially if you've got a lot of people imagining the same thing, mm. right. it doesn't hurt in the coalescing that thought energy into a being. So the being exists, but it needs people to create it to get it into the world. Mm. Yeah. I remember we talked about this because I think I spoke about Dungeons and Dragons gods being the same. Mm. They only exist while people believe in them. You talked about American gods. Yeah, DD. D&D style rules as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these same premises as the movie Hook, where they have to imagine the food ah. together, and then that food is bright and colourful and weird, right. but yeah. it exists. Is that when they all believe Peter Pan can fly? Yeah. that he does? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sort of similar to that. Mm. Peter Pan rules are in yeah. place, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a Peter Pan situation. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there's some people that believe that uh, perhaps... Slenderman has been willed into existence yep. by something all forums. That's pretty cool. Uh, I think even in 
the forum thread, which did it was about lots of things in the beginning, but it, it became increasingly very Slenderman focused when they realised they had a hit on their hands. Yep. Yeah, I think even at the time, someone was like, oh, "We've got to be careful, guys." Really? Yeah, but they might have just been playing along. Yeah, but I mean, it turns out, yeah, maybe they didn't yeah, need to be careful. By all rights, they did come up with something. A lot of people believed in it, and yeah. then via that, some um, something horrible happened. Yeah, yeah. So really, it it is true. It did become a real thing out of the imagination of others. Mm. Even though the real thing was not a real thing to like those little girls, mm. it was a very real thing. Mm. There's also, hmm. I guess the more advanced version of that would be, you know, we've talked about, like, remember Richie from Boston? who thought that uh, 5G was a way for demonic entities to make their way into uh, yeah. this world yeah. by the Wi-Fi. Yep. Uh, but the idea that, you know, that just on the edges of reality that there are, you know, these Lovecraftian creatures trying to get in, why not come through via the imagination of this one guy on a forum mm. to s- sneak in through that little thin space in reality where he's trying to think of something creepy. Yeah. And then eventually there's enough thought energy there to will it into existence. Just think about that when you're drifting off tonight, Robbo. Yeah, cripes. <laughs> and I'm standing outside your window. Oh, that'd be great. Should we do that to Robbo? Let's go to his house. I wouldn't do that to you, Robbo. I... <laughs> I don't think, Cam, you've got the moxie. I think you would get a little fright yourself having to to sneak around Footscray in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your uh, your own moxie would handle that. That'd be fine. Mm. <laughs> Try it and see. Footscray <laughs> in the dark's all right. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was walking around in the, uh, the west in the dark the other day with my hoodie up. Yep. And I thought, oh, no, I'm the scary one now. <laughs> <laughs> He's the hoodlum. Um, yeah, no, you feel feel free to try and spook me. Yeah. I think you would spook yourself before you spooked me. All right, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you think I'm easily spooked. Because I saw how you reacted to Momo. Mm. Uh, Normal reaction of look at this thing. Do we have any more Slenderman gear? Oh, I don't think so. I think it's kind of cool that it's one of these things. That like the boogeyman, but created. We know when it was created. We can chart its story across the internet. So you like it better than the boogeyman because you don't have to worry about it. Like, oh, yeah, no. definitely. It's just, just on the forum. Slenderman. At least when I know Slenderman's not under my bed. Yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> imagine the boogeyman and Slenderman down there. Because I don't know what the boogeyman looks like, so he might be small enough to get under my bed. Slenderman, uh, his gangly arms are going to be sticking yeah. out the sides. You're like, oh, uh, I see you down there, buddy. Yeah, he's probably um, up in your roof cavity. Oh, that's fucking creepy. He, I do enjoy. It's one of those things on YouTube. There's a lot of like Slenderman videos. You know, like a, a flash of something or a giant person peering through a window. I'm really into that. Looking at those videos, I think they're kind of fun. Yeah, and some of them are a little bit like that's actually well done. Some of them are terrible. Um, there, was a, there was a good series called like the Slenderman Tulpa. Mm. Uh, which was not about that concept that we just discussed. Okay. <laughs> but it was like a a woman doing a, a vlog mm. about a, she reckoned her boyfriend was like too obsessed with Slender Man. Right. And she has this like really long vlog about it. And then at one point she just sort of um subtly seeds like the boyfriend's YouTube 
channel name, like it gets mentioned in passing or it's like yeah, on the screen or something. Yeah. And then you could go look that up and he was doing vlogs as well about how like his girlfriend was losing it. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. And I think it went for quite a long time. Yeah, so the the fact that it's it's bre- it's bred things like that, which are kind of creepy and kind of new, uh, a new way to tell a story, like using internet videos and I guess seeding, building a world out, you know, within this little world. It's mm. a, a really cool thing. Um, yeah, so like modern mythology. I liked in the thread, the original thread, when they were like working out what worked and what didn't. And st- stuff like it. I think originally there was a lot more tentacles. Okay. Because <laughs> he does have sort of uh, tentacly bits that come out of his back. Yeah, yeah. But uh, some That's guys, right. They're kind of hidden, aren't they? Yeah. There was. I think there was one where there was like a lot of tentacle happening. And someone yeah. was like, just dialing the tentacles a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love that note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's kind of cool, like mythology by committee. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of interesting to think of when, you know, Bigfoot kind of started. It wasn't designed to be creepy. It was just people. What do you mean it designed? It was just people seeing Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the, the eye roll <laughs> doesn't translate to the audio, um, Robbo. But, yeah, so the fact that it's been designed by committee for a specific thing and then it's become a... Yeah. It's lived its intent. It's tulpa. Is that how to use the word? It's been tulpified. It's been tulpified. tulpified. So I'm just reading about the... Um, after the stabbing, the... It was a moral panic. Yeah, the school... The school district banned the Creepypasta wiki from all the internets. Yep. That's probably fair. Too little, too um, late. <laughs> but the, the Nudson guy come out and said that he was like deeply saddened by what had happened. Mm. And, um, you, know, you know, maybe don't come up with fucked up stuff. It's going to impact be, little kids. Be a little bit bummed and stabbing aside, mm. pre-stabbing, he was probably a little bit bummed that he didn't get any money for all this. Yeah, publicity. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You know, how you pay your bills with exposure. Yeah, yeah. People knowing his name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the Creepypasta community held a live stream that raised money for the stabbing victim. Yep. Afterwards, just to show, hey, look, you know, we're fucking... We're not too bad. We're not all We're bad. not bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like a spooky story. Um, but yeah, afterwards, there was a... It sparked a debate about the kids' safety on the internet and whether or not the internet was just a fucking big black suck hole of negativity for kids to get engaged with and whether or not they need to do something about that. I mean, I think undoubtedly. Yeah. Well, there's no no doubt that the internet <laughs> is a fucking black hole of sick, depraved yeah. rubbish. But that's why we love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, all right. That's Slenderman. Hmm. When did you get on the internet, Robbo? Oh, I was a very, very early adopter, like yeah. 1994. So you've been like 20 years old? What? Like, how old were you? 10. Yeah, you turned out fine-ish. No, I would have been maybe 12. Yeah. No, actually probably pre-12. Like, we always had a computer in the house. And I think when the internet, oh, this internet thing, we, were, we had it at that I point. I think I first got the internet at home when I was... 19 or 20 Right So My teens were spent on the internet Yeah I think I must have been about 12-ish as well Yeah 
you know, I, I grew up pre-available internet. Yeah. had to, Like the school had it on one library computer. How did you end up so cooked then? Yeah. Like we can see, we can trace ours back through. Well, yeah, from 20 uh, yeah. to now. <laughs> just plugged in and cooked. Fucking just plugged in. <laughs> yeah, I think we, like, we had it before my school had it. Right. Um, I don't know why. See, when I first... Was it around the same time that I would have got it? Yeah, maybe. I got it in like the yeah late nineties. Yeah, yeah, that's what it would have been for me. But I just remember prior to that, the internet at school, it was there was nothing on it. Like you'd go and all that had was like really text based sites with some info. It was just the military industrial complex. (laughs) There was fucking not much there. Um. So I mean, and the problem was search engines were, were terrible. Like, yeah. How did we turn out not stabbing people? I guess we're not schizophrenic. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's probably can, a good one. You can cut that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, you can, I don't know how much of this you want to cut. It's like, was there? There must have been things that were morally panicking when we were on the on the on the web, though, right? Yeah, I just don't think they were spread as easily. Mm. And I and I think people are just getting better at sharpening them now. Like, at the time, it was just it was so clunky, so awkward that to, to get enough people together to create a myth and then for that to go wide quickly mm. just, just couldn't have happened. No. Like, it was really faction. Now everyone's on, especially now everyone's on Facebook, Instagram, where, uh, WhatsApp or whatever, mm. and you connect it with everyone else that's on it. Back then, you'd go into a little chat room about a thing. Oh, yeah. that's what people would freak out about when yeah, the yeah. chat rooms. Yeah. yeah, so you'd find it. You'd find a chat room in IRC about a thing. Yeah, and then that's the little group you would, and to like for that group to then influence other groups, they would either have to go into that other group's place on mass. Yeah, the famous Habbo Hotel incident. Uh, that 4chan did. But that, even that's like in the late 2000s. Yeah, right? yeah. So like it would be so hard to influence outside of your thing mm. um, that it just didn't happen. Yeah. I, rem- I remember the, I guess the big moral panic of the late 90s internet was about all of the chat rooms. Yeah. And pedos. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. Yeah. Do you, I, but also yeah, remember, child grooming was, I think. Yeah. I remember going into like all of those chat rooms. Yeah. Like just going onto Yahoo Chat and you'd be chatting with like random people. Yeah. Some of whom probably were pedos. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, if, if pedo wants to like look into my cooked 14 year old opinions on things, <laughs> <laughs> like that's their problem. I, I bet 14 year old Cam had some cooked opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody Marxist, young Marxist pol- politics coming out. Oh, uh, if you got if they wanted to, you know, the comedy stylings of fourteen-year-old Cam. Yeah, that's their problem. <laughs> that's so their punishment for being you, a pedo. Did you do a bit of trolling then, Cam? Were you a bit of a troller? I oh, I did troll uh, the IMDb uh, <laughs> <That is laughs> forums great. for a bit. Did they ter- eventually turn that off? Yeah, they turned all those. That's off. not on there anymore, is it? Yeah. Yeah, that was never a good forum, was it? Well, it's just a weird forum because it'd be like movie specific, yeah, and it? like actor specific. Every yeah. like every single page on IMDb had its own forum, yeah, yeah. So to influence that was just so hard. Yeah, this is true. Young Cam would have had minimal success, I imagine. Mm. Did he? 
With what? Trolling? Yeah. Oh, no, you, you were very much doing person-specific trolling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess modern internet and, and Selena Man's a really good example of how it can suddenly change things pretty quickly. Mm. Imagine what havoc 14-year-old Cam could wreak now. <laughs> <laughs> You just went a little misty-eyed then, didn't you? Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, for the days. Yep. Um, yeah. Before yeah. I grew my troll's remorse. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we take a break and then talk about Momo? Yes. Momo! What are we talking about? Mo, 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 mo problems. <laughs> Momo. Oh, that's coincidence because that's just singing. <laughs> Creepy little uh, young lass. Yep. Uh, this <sighs> popped up quite recently. Yeah. Mm. Been going for a while. Yeah. Uh, officially. Like... Yeah, I remember seeing the picture a while ago mm. and then it just being a thing again recently. Yeah. Yeah. When I was researching with this, there was like stuff from August last year. About yep. it, even in America. Yeah. It's supposed to have been... It was quite big in South America, apparently, mm. first. An island as well, uh, in like twenty mid, mid last year as well, kicked off there as well. What is it? Momo, it's a weird little uh, girl. It's based on a... It's a photo of a Japanese sculpture from like a spooky sculptures exhibition. Mm. Uh, it's a girl's face. She has huge eyes. And she's got a, a sort of a weird. She looks like someone's like stretched her face out in Photoshop, yeah. but mm. it's just part of a sculpture. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's distended kind of like a beak, right? Because the sculpture is called Mother Bird. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and if you see the full picture, she's got like bird legs. Yeah, no chicken just, body. It's just a head with bird legs. Yeah. Well, uh, that, it's not at all creepy once you see the chicken legs. In yeah. context, it's like, oh yeah, creepy, like. Weird statue. Yeah, yeah. But when you see the face, it's fucking creepy. Yeah. Mm, it's all right. Can't, I can so, downplay how scared he is of it. So, yeah. <laughs> no, he's like so downplayed. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean. you downplay it. So the other day we're driving here to do the podcast and Robbo's like, oh, have you heard about this Momo thing? I'm like, what is it? He's like, just a second. I only want to show you for a second because I'm too scared. That's not how that went down at all. <laughs> I, I said, let's wait till we pull over because I know... You quite often get spooked by things, and I figured we're driving. You don't want to yeah, yeah, yeah. career off the road. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's like, "No, I can handle it." No, like, all right, and he handled it. Yeah. But hey. that doesn't mean I'm spooked hey. by it. Cam just kissed his screen. Damn, I mean, that's weird. I don't know why. You, I feel like Cam is now being on the influence of Momo. Yeah, <laughs> he's starting to make out with your that's phone. One of his tasks, yeah. one of his Momo tasks. <laughs> make out with me on your phone. <laughs> In front of people. In front of people. <laughs> <coughs> now drink some bleach. <laughs> so, Momo is this, this creepy so, thing that appeared. Creepy little thing. So, the story is... It's a challenge, right? Yeah, so the, the, it's the Momo challenge. There's this creepy doll thing. You get a WhatsApp or a text or... 
it gets hacked into a video mm-hmm. and Momo shows up. Hello, Momo here. And then starts giving you challenges, uh, which depending on who's telling the story, either they're straight away, they're like, it's Momo here. You better kill yourself, kitties. Right. Or there's a escalation where they start giving increasingly more elaborate challenges. Like one challenge might be, you know, watch a scary movie. And then the next day it's like, hmm, turn the gas on on the oven. Mm. And it must, when it happens over WhatsApp or whatever, yeah, it must be like an opt-in thing, right? At first, because if it was like targeting you in, you can't target you in YouTube. Well, it's just someone getting your number. You know, no, so the YouTube videos will just be a little thing nestled in to like a rant, you know, a video either. Yeah. Amongst like a Peppa Pig video or something. Yeah. And um, it's like, hey, it's Momo. Yeah, yeah. But Kiwi family. Right. But then people can, you know, sign up for WhatsApp and then target people right. using that. Those people they, pro- they know already. It wouldn't be random. Yeah. Ta- maybe it is. I don't know. How I assumed sh- it was just random mm. contacts. I think with the story was that uh, there were like a bunch of numbers, WhatsApp numbers posted on some group somewhere and people would text it and then Momo would text back. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. That's what I mean by an opt-in thing. Like yep. the people that were getting regular instructions had to like contact them first, right? Mm. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't know what they were getting into. They never would have opted in yeah. if they'd known that a demonic chicken was going to tell them to kill their family. So mm. Here's the thing. If if I was being enticed into opting into something, some challenge, and the picture that come up of asking me to join it was that, mm. I wouldn't. Shit, yeah. No. Oh, no. No. Like, okay. Cam? If it was something Cam, shit, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cam's like, oh, yeah. Um, if it was something appealing, and I was like, well, that looks like fun. Cat facts. Yeah, or like a little a little fun doggo picture. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's me. Speaking of... Little uh, doggo. Come and, like, text me. Speak, All right. Speaking like, of... Okay, doggo. <laughs> you have a little scallion? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why do you want me to do all these terrible things, doggo? Yeah. Oh, it's just because I'm so cute. Yeah, all right. What was? Do you want more cute dogs? I do. Make with some puppers. <laughs> <laughs> what was the um, the weird beer that you used to download for your computer and it would sit on your desktop and like a beer, as in like a, a purple growly beer. Ah, uh, a bear. Bear. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, there was Bonsai Buddy. That was a yeah, bird. That, yeah. Was Bonsai I, Buddy a bird? I think Bonsai Buddy was a bird. No, Bonsai Buddy was not a bird. What if Bonsai Buddy... There was like a desktop stripper. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, bon- uh, Bonsai Buddy is an ape. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Right. Much closer to a beer than a bird. Yeah. Sure. Um, and so you download him and like, I don't know if he would help search things on your computer or something. Right. He would definitely help slow like, your computer down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think completely load your computer up with adware and, yeah. and malware and stuff. Um. But that's similar to the dog thing, I guess, that you want. Yeah. Just a little... Oh, there he is. Yeah. yeah. Doing things. So, Momo... The story started coming out about this Momo thing, telling kids that they should harm themselves, do little things. Yeah. Uh, and then what happened? Well, it was all bullshit, Robbo. Okay. So, no one... None of it ever happened. <laughs> right. Or did it? Uh, I don't know. So, the, there were heaps of... This, like, really took off in the US. The first thing I heard about it was you telling me about it. Yeah finger on the pulse and, and then the next thing i saw about it was this is just a hoax mm. uh i saw more about it being a hoax than i saw about it being a real thing yes because right. there was apparently stories of kids who had killed themselves right and they found this 
on their thing. Yeah. Right? But is that just fake news? No, no, yeah, that's, yeah, none yeah. of that had happened. So, so I think there is a thing called Momo. People have tried to make it creepy to do, you know, do creepy things, but the results have never happened. But the actual story is spread. Right. So there was like heaps of US TV, like local TV newsers, mm. did reports on this. Like it went crazy, mm. and it's weird to look at them because like they're going out and interviewing these little kids. Mm. About what they know about something, it's like, uh, was there no other experts available for this interview? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Besides a nine-year-old, I even saw in uh, the Sydney Morning Herald uh, on late Feb, there was a story: nine-year-olds caught in terrifying Momo challenge. This is by Casey Edwards. My nine-year-old daughter went to school camp to learn about the great outdoors and came home with a valuable lesson in cyberbullying. The kids at her camp were talking about Momo, an evil-looking manga-like character with contorted bird-like features who was said to have supernatural powers to possess and even kill children. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, it tells the whole story about the, these challenges and how they, they're told to you know hurt themselves or hurt other people and stuff. But at no point in this does it say that none of it ever actually happened. Mm, <laughs> mm. And again, it's like, is this story based on what nine-year-olds have told you? Yeah. But I mean, the fact is, her daughter is hearing about it on camp. Yeah. I mean, we, I know pe- people tell spooky stories at camp, and that's just what that is now. Mm. Well, I've got, you know, I've got friends who've got kids, mm. and their kids heard about it from kids at school too, and it really mm. freaked them out. Yeah, but it's not a new story. <laughs> no, it's it's we had spooky stories at school yeah. when we were kids. It's not a new story that it actually happened. Yeah. Um. It's yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's just a new way of urban legend spreading. Because mm. I think something we talked about in the Patreon episode last week, mm. which I did put up on the main feed. Yeah, Emma. Just... Emma rang me. She was walking to work and she rang me. And she's like, "Cam's changed the bloody the theme music. It's got this bloody Robo thing." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh right, you know it's the Patreon thing." <laughs> yeah, I, I changed that. <laughs> she was quite confused. Right. I put that one up. You should have, you should have maybe given a little tease at the start to I, let people know what was going on. I did on. put it in the episode. I've got other feedback about this. I did put it in the episode description, which I I've put in the episode descriptions on my other podcast. Does anyone actually read these as my only words? And no one replied. Right. <laughs> so so you, did you put up the Patreon episode to the normal feed? I did. Right. On purpose. Yeah. Uh, just because I was taking too long to edit the main episode. Right. I thought a little treat. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've all listened to it, how yeah. good was it? Yeah. yeah. Was it a good one? Join up to the Patreon and you get that every week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it cost you a buck. We talked... Is it $3? Three bucks. Three bucks. We talked in the Patreon app about... Uh, there was that thing with YouTube kids where they'd found a couple of videos where someone had like spliced into the middle of Peppa Pig things. Mm. Like a, a weird meme guy mm. walking on screen and telling kids... How to slit their wrists mm. and then cutting back to the Peppa Pig, which seems to be something that actually happened, but was just for trolling and it never had any impact. Mm. That seems to have been incorporated into the Momo thing because yeah. there was a lot of stuff about how all of these YouTube videos had Momo stuff cut into it. I think maybe afterwards some people actually did it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think there was ever a thing before the news hysteria. Yeah. I did see a couple of videos on. There's one person's channel. I could not get a handle on like what their thing, the ma- their main point of their channel was. Mm. They seem to be like a true crime 
channel, but they were like following a very contemporary case in great detail. Mm. Like, I think something that had just recently happened, and there seemed to be a community built around, like trying to. <laughs> there was like people that were defending this what the murderer, and people were like, "Oh no, the murderer definitely did it." it seemed like a very now thing. Mm. It's the next now. That's what we call that. The next now. Cut that. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Um, but they had the amidst all this, they had a couple of videos of. <laughs> amidst that, they had a couple of videos of like Peppa Pig videos that had this Momo thing spliced into them. But it was really weird because it's like, is this something that you've really seen, or is this something that you made? Especially because they cut the video that they had like Peppa Pig at the start. They were filming like a screen, uh, Sam Newman style. Mm. Well, no, they were only filming one screen, so it's only half of Sam Newman. Yeah. They were filming the screen and Peppa Pig's on the screen and then it cuts to the Momo face with like, it was reasonably well done in the animation style. A little bit spooky? No, not really. Okay. They had like the, like the hypnotic, Hypnosis swirls behind it. Classic. And they had the head pop up. Well, then a little bit of After Effects work. The head pops up and then the eyes sort of go whoop. That's fun. Mm. Uh, and then it's like, Momo here. Here's what you've got to do today. And then they cut the video. They right. Cut to, they cut to a screen with text. They say, it's too graphic to show you what Momo said. Right. And then they cut back to Momo being like, and that's why you've got to kill your family. It's like, well, that's very... Weird way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but they had a couple of those. And I was like, I don't think, I don't know if you've just made these. Mm. But at what point then? Or if someone has made these and like seeded them to like some parents Facebook group or mum's net or some weird shit. How much of this is just mum's net? What is mum's net? Mum's net's like a, a forum for transphobic mums in the UK. Okay. It feels like there's a lot of issues at play here yeah. that I that I wasn't wasn't ready for. Like it was forum for it's a forum for mums in the UK. Yeah, that has just got a reputation for being very transparent. Okay, right. but I wonder if there's all of these. How much of this stuff is being spread by mums? They're probably pretty easy to troll these kind of forums. Yeah, um, but then I guess it comes into it didn't really exist, got all this coverage. Oh, no, it's a hoax. But then if people are starting to then make those videos in reaction, then it's no longer a hoax. That's true. On the other hand, the th- so the thing is, the the most elaborate version of the challenge is that you get like 50 challenges. Mm. Uh, or like one a day. It's like, what nine-year-old is like, oh, yeah, sign me up for my 50-day yeah. <laughs> plan. Well, but then Because Momo allegedly threatens you with harm to your family. Yeah. yeah. Same as bloody Slender Man. Yeah. Um, based on or similar to the Blue Whale Challenge. Yeah. Did you so guys come across that? Or you... Let's just before you get on to Blue Whale, there was, so there was supposedly a real, and this, a lot of the stuff about this hangs on this one case mm. uh, in South America in like 2016 or something. There was one case where they say that someone actually killed themselves because of the Momo Challenge. Mm. But again, it's like really shaky yeah, evidence, yeah. and it's there's no real evidence of it. Yeah, they, they could have just seen this video, they or they might have just had WhatsApp mm. or something, and they've assumed. Yeah, 
So that's really weird. But yeah, there was a thing called the Blue Whale Challenge in Russia. Mm. Oh. Spread around the world. Um, Almost triggered. Yeah. Uh, like, like Tunisia popped up, um, India, um, Germany had it. Um, oh, maybe this was... No, this was Momo, actually. It popped up in Germany, the Momo Challenge, but it started popping up in chain letters. Um, <laughs> Germany, get up to date. <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. But that did remind me, um, I guess, speaking back to, you know, when we were growing up and the internet and... Did pre- that little drawing? What was the little drawing? A little chain drawing. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> like, remember, I remember when a chain letter would arrive, someone would get one, and then, like, there'd be announcements at school, and everyone would just freak out. Oh, you're talking about actual chain yeah, letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember getting actual chain letters. And, I, but I also remember chain emails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, actual chain... And I think reading about Momo in Germany, it was popping up in actual physical chain letters. Remember when everyone freak out about chain letters? Yeah. Like, they were really weirdly harmless, but, like, your teachers would... I remember teachers bringing the things, oh, there's this chain letter going around. <laughs> Be wary. Oh, shit, we've got the chain letter. Like, well, what the, did they ever actually do? The chain letter was for money. Yeah. But, like, you were supposed to tape a dollar. Well, five cents, I remember. Or something to the thing. You were supposed to send out, like, 20. Yeah. And also send one back to the person who sent it to you. Yeah. Or you're supposed to send it to everyone on the list. It was just yeah. a pyramid scheme. Yeah. In a weird. There, there were versions of it that were allegedly spooky as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of them were like, if you don't do this, misfortune's going to befall your family or yeah. shit like that. But surely that's more. Was that in actual chain letters? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Because people were just. Gullible. And freak out. They'd freak out about it, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. And I guess it's kind of the same as this Momo thing. Like, Looking back now, the freakouts are probably more damaging to kids than the actual harm of the chain letter, mm. which is just an innocuous thing. Well, the th- we'll get back to the blue whale thing, I guess, in a second. Yeah. But the thing that I thought of when I saw the Momo challenge was uh, you need to post this comment on you know, yeah, yeah. 50, 50 comment threads or because it's, oh, by the way, a girl died 20 years ago and every night, Every year she comes back on this night. Yeah. And if you don't post the comment, the girl will come to you and haunt you and kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that. Yeah. But they've they've put a bit of After Effects work into it. Yeah, yeah. A little bit slicker. Um, so the Blue Whale Challenge yeah. was in Russia. And this was again, this was a thing where there was supposed to be WhatsApps or some form of communication mm. where the Blue Whale... Or, I don't know, there wasn't really a character associated with this. No, um, they're not really sure where it actually comes from. I think it's like a Russian emo song that has a whale in it. Yeah, that's what they. That's one theory. There's another theory that, um, I can't remember what it was, but it, it wasn't a compelling theory. These two things are right next to each other in the Google image search. <laughs> oh, the S and the, yeah, 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 <laughs> the chain. <laughs> um, Emma, who was listening to this now, had no idea what the S was. What the cool S was. Yeah. She's from Shepparton. Right. It's an S at the start. Shepparton yeah. teens, you could have been just writing yeah. Shepparton in the coolest Rap way. Rapping Shep. Yeah. The fucking, the Sh- sussy S. Shep presenting. Yeah. Uh, so Blue Whale started yeah. in... So I think this was a moral panic in Russia about, uh, I think about VK, which is Russian Facebook. Right. Mm. Um, there was one kid that originally did kill themselves and their dad came up with this huge conspiracy theory well i guess we'll talk about russian conspiracy theories in a few weeks mm. but uh he came up with this huge conspiracy theory that it was all connect all these different suicides were connected 
Right. And um, he blamed it all on the Blue Whale Challenge, which was, the idea was that there was 50 challenges that you had to mm. go through. And the last one is to suicide. But it's there was nothing connecting any of these things. There was no evidence that anyone had ever been contacted by anyone. Well, there had Until. been... <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, there was... In 2016, uh, someone was arrested claiming he invented the game in 2013. Um, and he's, apparently he was arrested um, and pleaded guilty to inciting at least 16 teenage girls to commit suicide. Right. Um, later convicted on two counts of inciting suicide of a minor. But then people are like, well, yeah, that that is in news sources, but it's only in two tabloid news outlets right. and this person probably never existed. I'm also, I'm sus on him being jailed on two counts when he pled guilty to 16 counts. Uh, yeah, maybe. Because you, you gotta, you got to stick to the ones you get them on. But they got him on all of them. Yeah. He pled guilty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2018, uh, a Russian financial analyst was arrested for allegedly masterminding the Blue Whale game, um, suspected of grooming 10 underage girls in order to bring them to suicide. Uh, the ages 14 to 17... Um, police reports uh, claim that his involvement in the Blue Whale game was his hobby. Mm. Again, it's not really clear if Blue Whale was added on to this person that just did some shitty things. Yeah. yeah. Or if they if, did shitty things. Or if this person even existed and this is just a random yeah. Russian story. Mm. Or if this person existed and for whatever reason uh, fell afoul of the Russian government. Yeah. And like, oh, well. We have a handy dandy conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. About this thing here. Let's just whack him with it. Um, a lot of countries around the world sort of banned or, or discussed it, and it was, you know, quite a big thing. Um, Saudi in July and Saudi Arabia, um, the Gen- General Commission for Audiovisual Media banned 47 video games, including Grand Theft Auto 5, Assassin's Creed 2, The Witcher 3. Um, that had online components at least to be part of the Blue Whale game. Right. Which I don't really know how... Like, I mean, for example, Assassin's Creed 2 isn't multiplayer in any way, is it? Or does it multiplayer? No idea. Not sure. Um, And apparently there was suicides of two teenagers that had been involved in the Blue Whale game. Right. So, again, it's not... Yeah, it's not clear what it... How it's getting around or how it's even... How these people are getting involved with it. Yes. And how they're using it, so then it's we don't know if those it actually exists. Because mm. like I have no doubt believing that there's probably fucking assholes out there who cyber bully teens into killing themselves. Yeah, it's not hard to believe. Do you remember there was a lady a while ago that cyber bullied one of her uh, daughter's friends and right. to killing herself over like some petty like high school yeah. spat. See fucking. So yeah, people uh, are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I guess in, if the government then goes, well, this is our chance to fucking attach it to this internet thing, mm. which lets us then scare people away from the internet <laughs> and then lets us go, hey, the internet's fucked. Yeah. We've got to clamp down our censorship on it. So, the, yeah, there are a few conspiracy theories about what's behind this sudden upsurge in Momo activity. Yeah. One of which is, yeah, the government has, has done it so that they can clamp down on the internet. Yeah. Because the, the children... Think of the children. Mm. There is also a theory that uh, it is to distract from the like the huge pedo thing that had happened on YouTube mm. that we talked about in that, that Patreon app, mm. where they're like, you know, we'll just bring back Momo. 
Yeah. And they'll forget about this other thing where people are preying on children by thinking about this one. Yeah. yeah. Like, have to hang co- on a sec. Cover up the pedos because we're half of them. Yeah. And just distract everyone with Momo. So I saw someone made a really interesting point about the reaction to Momo. Um, a lot of schools started banning YouTube from yeah. all computers. Um, and talking about, I guess, an excuse for the government to clamp down, there was one case, uh, I think it was the start of this year, January-ish, where a guy killed his brother believing him to be a lizard. Right. And his YouTube likes, you, you know, people went onto his page soon after it happened and normal guy using YouTube and they slowly started getting a little bit more radical, you know, alt-righty stuff and then just kind of slowly morphed into full-on Nazi full-on David Icke, uh, white supremacist, thinks there's lizards everywhere. So you can you could chart his radicalization using YouTube vids. Yeah. Yet there was no reaction to that, you know, we don't need to freak out about YouTube. Yeah. Why is everyone okay with people being radicalized in the real world over that, you know, you with alt-right, um, what we're seeing with all the 4chan stuff, yet Momo that doesn't exist leads to banning of YouTube. Yeah. Um, did we talk about the fact that David Icke got banned from coming to Australia? No. Yeah. We did now? We have now. Maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll chuck it in the news app. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it's interesting, like there's a disconnect between actual crimes and the horrible things that are happening on YouTube in terms of radicalization of youths into becoming Nazis that stab people versus moral panic, satanic panic, Momo style things. I'm sure there's probably a psychological reason why that gets traction of banning things. Maybe because it's just so alien to a lot of people that it's got a creepy little face. It's got a creepy little face. Whereas people probably don't want to, I guess it's more complicated to ban Nazi (laughs) propaganda Mm. or, you know, alt light propaganda infecting people that way. But they did, they sort of came up. We talked in that also in that app about how they changed their algorithm. Yeah. I guess. So if you haven't listened to that, the YouTube recently changed the algorithm so that when you were watching normal videos on YouTube, you would get recommended Nazi shit less often. Yeah, yeah. So people wouldn't get sent down those rabbit holes. Uh, I guess maybe people don't want to think about the idea that an algorithm yeah. <laughs> can have such a huge <laughs> impact on your life. But there's also people like, I mean, Joe Rogan's a good example where he does get on some pretty cooked guests and doesn't challenge them. Mm. And I think this Joe Rogan came up in this person's history of like an early thing. You know, he gets on some racist dudes who are involved with Nazis and then lets them have a, a platform. Um, Jordan Peterson comes up in these kind of discussions as well. Like, at what point is it not okay, some of the things they're saying, mm. when, if we're saying ban Momo or whatever, you know, why aren't people paying attention to that? But it's because it's more complicated. Can, like, can you pinpoint where Jordan Peterson turns people into Nazis? Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. So I wish I had stayed on bloody... I was doing internet studies. I'd, I'd actually have a insightful answer here. Yeah, you'd be smashing it. I just dropped out and did beer stuff. You guys want to know about beer styles? I can tell you lots of dumb things about that. Sorry. No, got nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's weird. It's just... The weird, the weird thing for me was how many news stories 
like failed to mention by the way none of this happened <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it is f- or if they mention it they're like well some people say none of it happened yeah it is like- <laughs> it is interesting that it isn't so far removed from the chain letters or even like slender man and loch ness monster kind of carry yeah. on but it's just the internet finding new ways to cook our brains mm. it's slowly getting more and more cooked speaking of loch ness monster yeah in the next couple of days, I'm going to book my Loch Ness cruise All right. on the Nessie Hunter. You're going to take some bait or something to chum the water? Sure, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, you got to get that chum going. Yeah, what, is, know, the, what is Nessie like? Haggis? Yeah, a little bit of haggis. Yeah, some toffees. <laughs> Porridge. Some porridge, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, scotch ale, a type of beer. Ooh. I could tell you about that if you guys want to hear about. Okay, no? no? Okay. Is it good? I think you'd probably quite like a Scott okay. Chow. Yeah. yeah. So, is that all we've got? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of other similar little bits and pieces. Japan has a lot of similar things. But maybe we can save them for another day. Yeah. Mm. Well, if people want to find us online, they can do it in many places. We're on all of your favourite podcast platforms. Yes. iTunes, Spotify. We're also on the ones you don't like. Yeah, we're on all of them. Yeah. Uh, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash hypothepod. Thank you to Tammy, our cooked $33 sponsor. Thanks, Thank Tammy. You. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at hypothepod and Facebook and Instagram. Hypothepod.com. There's nothing on Instagram. Nothing on Instagram. No. You can still follow it. Yeah. yeah maybe it's a sneaky follow. The, maybe the more followers we get, the more likely we'll be like, oh. Yeah. Robert, where can they find you? You can get me at aleofatimealeofatime.com. Com. Don't have anything to plug. Buy my book. If you're in near St Kilda readings, go on there and buy it there because they're going to give a little nudge in the next couple of days. Salty. Uh That's a good bookstore, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, been to the one somewhere else. There's another one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Reading. Yeah, Carlton. Yeah, 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 I've been yeah, to the Carlton yeah. one. Yeah, across from Brunetti's. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody good cakes, Brunetti's. Um. <laughs> Thank you. That's <laughs> You can get me at Saltmarsh on Instagram, uh, Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook. And I've just released a comic book. If you would like to have a look at that, you can buy a physical copy or a digital copy at saltmarsh.bigcartel.com. It's fucking sick. Yeah, Thanks. it's good. Enjoyable yeah. stuff. Thanks, I enjoyed guys. I enjoyed reading it. Um, I might have to purchase myself a copy. Yeah, cool. I appreciate it. You can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. Gather around me, Facebook and iTunes, find the podcast. Uh, that's it, boys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said, don't worry about a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind altering drugs. Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia
Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?